Ginger on ginger, ginger on ginger, Jacob has red hair, so does Alex. Welcome to Ginger on Ginger, the podcast where two redhead comedians choose a word, phrase, or concept, and then discuss it through their gingery lens. I'm Jacob Godby. I'm Alex Tate. And we have a guest today. Yeah. Yeah, Hello. please welcome Trevor Cummings, coming in with that baritone. Howdy. That smooth, sweet jazz. How's it going, uh, redheads? Uh, good to be back on the pod uh, for like an interview-style one. Yes. If you'll recall... Trevor joined us on the first Bad Sketches episode, and this time he's just our only guest. So we're, he directed the Gingers on Ice sketch pilot. He directed Gingers on both seasons. He and I made a bunch of stuff after that together, and so we can talk about that. We might not talk about it. Let's see. <laughs> well, I was tasked with bringing a word or phrase to this podcast, as I'm told it's what happens on the show. Yes, I've never listened to one yet. episode. Okay. We're not there yet. We have usually <laughs> yeah. we get two things out of the way. Okay, uh, you're right. We have an ad from Podgo again this week, so I'm going to read that. And then Alex usually tells a story about some sort of like socially inept thing he's done over the last week. Yeah, yeah. We got ads now. We're selling our souls. What you going to do about it? We got money now. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. I recently joined as a member, and you can too. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. Don't forget, you can put Ginger on Ginger in your application, and we get $5. Whoop, whoop. I'm done. That's all. <laughs> all right. Nice. That was good. You look like you sound like you practice that shit in a mirror. <laughs> I just want to get through it, you know, because our, our fans are uh, they're not here to listen to ads. No, I'm kidding. They, yeah, I'm they actually are, we... only here to learn about Podco. Oh, a Podco. Yeah. Well, Podco, honestly, has been great to us. I want to say that the money did come through from last week, so it's not a scam. And so you should definitely sign up for it, please. And put Ginger on Ginger in your little application that they have. Dude, I got real drunk last night. Cool. By yourself? No, with uh, with my workmates. Mm. It, I mean, that's not cool. But um, it is kind of. I saw the our postman at the bar, mm. and I was just intoxicated enough to be very excited to talk to the postman. Yeah, <laughs> I know exactly what level of intoxication you're at. Not for me, but for you. Yeah, I was very excited. You know, I wasn't like blitzed or anything. I was just very excited to talk to the postman. He was just intoxicated enough to come talk with all of us. And he said that he makes like 60K a year. Mm. Yeah, they pay well. Holy cow. That's a lot. They tried to recruit my dad when he was a teenager. They wanted him to just join the post office. Like, you know, we'll get you a pension. We'll get you this. We'll get you that. They tried to recruit him like Samuel L. Jackson to like try to rec recruit Avengers. Like they just like rocked up to his house and he's like, I have an initiative. Yeah. Well, We're building a team of people and they're the grumpiest motherfuckers, but they deliver mail. Well, my dad's specialty is magazines. He's very good at putting them in mailboxes. Yeah, they call him Magboy. <laughs> he can he can fold them over without getting a crease in them all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The ink is never like left on his hands. Mm. Yeah, he thought it was for Magnum condoms. He was all stoked. He was like, "Yeah, Magboy, Magnum condoms." And then they were like, "No, no, no, magazines." He's like, "Ah, well, I can assure average you penis. that my dad does not use Magnum condoms. Extra small for that guy." 
Mm. <laughs> Runs in the family. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, it looks like a silkworm casing. I have, will say that I have a little bit of my mom's penis in me, so I'm a small. Oh, well, that's nice. You, your mom's penis is inside of you right now? Okay. I thought you were just going to play along and be like, oh, yeah, it's talking about <laughs> genetics. <laughs> no. Anyway. No, no one will ever take a... No one's going <laughs> to take an opportunity not to dunk on penis size, Jacob. I know. Yeah, we've had it in multiple episodes. Don't worry. Your penis has been in multiple episodes? So, I'm just glad that when someone sees, you know, us on Facebook and it's like, oh, two white guys in their mid-twenties, I wonder what they talk about. Probably penis length. And then they listen to this episode and they're like, oh, as advertised. <laughs> yeah. And I'm in my late twenties now. That's sucks. Uh... Yeah. I guess uh, I'm closer to 30 than 20 now and ne- uh, next month Trevor will be as well. Yep. Yeah, Whew. only only a few two weeks away, and then I will be as old as you, ancient fox. <laughs> I don't know. Can I curse on this podcast? Fuck no. No, gosh darn way. Oh, okay. Do you have any wild birthday plans? I do. Um, uh, probably just get pretty drunk uh, with Kit in our apartment with our animals. Nice. That is pretty wild. Yeah. 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 Could you imagine telling yourself that at like like nineteen? They're like, hey. You're going to get drunk with someone you love in your apartment. And you're like, no way, no man. No oh, way. That's crazy. And it's going to be like, a, it, that's going to be a largely ideal night. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> no, it's been, it's been tough to just do anything since COVID. Uh, finally, now that things are a little more open, we were able to invite a friend over and watch a movie. And so, so we just. How dare you? We, we got, we ordered ice cream and watched Clue, the movie. And it was probably the best night I'd had in three months, uh, which makes sense. <laughs> have you uh, have you guys seen Knives Out? Yeah. Yeah. That movie rules. Trevor and I saw it together. We did. That's right. On Thanksgiving oh. or near Thanksgiving Near Thanksgiving last year. around that. At the Alamo Draft House. Yes, in Los Angeles. Mm. How much were our tickets, Trevor? <laughs> uh, $14, and that only includes the seat. <laughs> no, I don't know. Ugh. I'm just like, how many more details can we... Uh... <laughs> There was some dirt on the floor and a little bit of popcorn. Yeah. Who'd, who'd you sit next to? Uh, Jacob. Oh, yeah, was on the fucking other side, you dumbasses. No <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Both of you said the same answer. <laughs> okay, Trevor, do you want to tell us our word of the day? I wanted to be live, but all right. Uh, no, uh, the word or phrase is something that as improv comedians, I'm sure is new to you. It is planning. Ah. It's been something that's been broken up a lot by recent events. Uh, All of our plans have fallen through. Uh, Everyone's been wanting to do things and just can't. And also that is how we spend a lot of our time in LA and also Montana together, planning our various sketches and shoots do you ever do you ever have so much shit to do that you're like i'm not gonna do any of that shit absolutely and uh, speaking of planning i am like looking for places to stay in bozeman and so i'm basically like emailing random people on craigslist and hope that they're not serial killers and i emailed this one person and i was like your house sounds great and they're like thanks we want to meet you and then i just forgot yesterday (laughs) 
<laughs> they sent me like a Zoom invite. They're like, we're here to Zoom with you. And I was like five beers deep. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> no. And I just didn't. I didn't email them or anything and I just like ghosted them. So this was my first experience with ghosting. And I got to say, it's pretty awful. I don't understand how people ghost people for real. I feel terrible about it. So here's what you got to do. Hey, that was only yesterday, right? Yeah. Perfect. Today, email them. Be like, I'm so sorry. An issue came up. Can we reschedule? Oh. That's what I did, oh, okay. and I haven't heard anything back. I think they were pissed off. I, like, I was like, let me start my three-part apology by saying you look beautiful today. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I haven't heard anything back, and I was like, fuck. Well, looks like that is a missed opportunity because the person that they uh, were Zoom calling today definitely was on that Zoom call. I also just straight up unabashedly not afraid of it at all. And just every single email I send out, I'm like, you know, like I'm moving to Bozeman for architecture school, blah, blah, blah. A little bit about me. I like skiing. In 2018, I won Missoula's Best Comedian with my comedy partner. Literally put that in every single one of my emails and then everybody that emails me back some people just don't email me back but everyone that emails me back is like the comedy thing is cool and i'm like you're fucking right yeah (laughs) but don't expect it like when i'm living there i'm not gonna do comedy for you all the time yeah no 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 most people find it funny when i get angry though so i'll get angry and they'll just probably honestly alex and i are funniest when we aren't trying to be funny just the act of us us existing is funnier than any joke we could possibly write (laughs) yeah but uh yeah the the best comedians 2018 thing like popped up in my facebook memories or my mom's and she sent it to me like remember this and i was like yeah i do (laughs) of course it does feel like it was a decade ago though i know it was two years ago it was two years ago three states ago and like six houses ago (laughs) Yeah, yeah god yes i know i've moved I think it's eight times in the last seven years or something like that. Uh, it's quite a bit. That's a lot. And we we talked about this on the podcast last week, like with digging holes. Moving never gets easier. No. I disagree. No, really? Yeah. I, it sucks ass every time I do it. I'm like, this is a miserable experience. I think it depends on the relative uh, length between move times. I think the shorter the move time, the easier it gets. Because if you move you get rid of a bunch of shit that you don't need. True. And then if you move a, a year later, it's like, well, I don't have all that shit and I haven't had time to accrue more shit. Yeah. Also, the last three times I've moved have been improvements, so I'm, like, excited to leave. Yeah, right. That's why it's been easier for me. One, I've moved so much that I've kind of streamlined the process. I know exactly what fits in which tote and <laughs> how yeah. much of it fits in there. <laughs> Like, I won't buy any more DVDs because they all fit exactly in one tote that I have right now. And so whenever I buy a new one, I'm like, well, I'm going to give this one to somebody or something like that. Because, Trevor, you're thinking about moving, right? Uh, Yes. Um, I I moved back in February, uh, January, February to this place uh, because it was uh, much cheaper than our other apartment that we were at for a year. And also I'm at Union Station, so it's like quick to get to work. I don't have to drive anywhere anymore. And now I really don't have to drive anywhere anymore. But uh, yeah, well, Kit is going to University of Oregon 
uh, for a PhD. I don't know if I should say that, but whatever. I mean, do Kit's parents know? Because Kit's mom listens to the podcast, and I don't yes. want this to be the moment where no. they're like, oh, when were you going to tell us that you're getting your doctorate? No. That would be hilarious. That would be a good <laughs> what, a, what a thing to be mad at <laughs> slash, like, stoked, stoked about. about yeah. Like, a, of course you want your child to be a doctor, but imagine they just didn't tell you. <laughs> um, but on the, on the realm of moving, uh, we actually put in an offer on a house uh, in Springfield, Oregon. Oh my God, gross. Yeah, uh, but it's only like a 30-minute bus ride to the school, and it, Eugene and Springfield are tiny, so it's 15 to literally everywhere else. We'll see if that happens. That's great. When did, the, when did you put an offer in? Dude, I'm terrified. Like, my butthole Yesterday. just like, clenched up. That's the scariest thing in the world. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, Trevor told me that last night, and I was like, we were all like, oh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> if, what the fuck, dude? How does it... Is it cool, it's cool being an adult. I'm going back to college. And not for my doctorate. Yeah, and I'm making a record this fall. We are not adults. And Trevor's like, oh, I'm buying a house. And oh, I have, you know, pets with my significant other. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. My, part- my partner is going to be a doctor. <laughs> What's it like, Trevor? You know what? I'm done. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. Peace out, guys. Okay. I'm just going to do the rest of the podcast myself uh, talking about how cool it is to be an adult. Yeah, just um, use the rest of it to say how great you are. Um, no, actually, you are great, Trevor. Yeah. I swindled you into working with us in, like, 2017. It would have been 16. It would have been literally our uh, our last two semesters in University of Montana is when we started actually, like, hanging out. Right, yeah. Well, Trevor and I have a knack for just getting projects done. The, yeah. If it gets started, it gets done. Whether it's good or bad, that's up for debate. But we finished things. And so when I found Trevor and was like, hey, you like to finish stuff, too. That was it was a good match. And uh, I'm going to be fully uh, transparent here. I am not a finisher. I'm terrible about it. Um, mm. But Jacob is a finisher. And how long's your wank sessions? Uh, well, if I ever finished them, I could tell you what the time was. But yeah, um, we talked about it last okay. week. But Alex edges the whole podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that vibrator is, right? Okay, Alex, Alex. Last night, uh, we were on Discord playing games without you. And we we talked about what would it be like if someone edged their whole life and then they died before they could come. (laughs) Pretty uneventful, I would assume. I know, but like, just how disappointing would that... I mean, I know you're dead. Do you think think the coroner would be like, oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the coroner would just touch the body in some like post- Post-mortem, oh, like, yeah. electricity <laughs> fire hose jizz would just erupt. <laughs> well, in my thinking, actually, thinking about back on it now, is how many sex dreams will you have because you don't jerk off, right? It's got to be so yeah. many more than if you jerk off regularly. Yeah, how could how can you guarantee it's not going to happen at night? Well, I mean, you're so always going to have some, you know, nocturnal emissions. I went to health class once. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Uh Trevor, your mom's going to listen to this episode. You know that, right? Yeah, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, cut all that out, and uh, we'll just start clean. No, not really. Haha, <laughs> no. Uh, we, we planned all this, everybody. That's why the theme of the episode is planning. But, dude, no, so, uh, yeah, I am a finisher. I also enjoy planning. Uh, that kind of failed us towards the end of our uh, working relationship in Los Angeles. We kind of stopped planning. Yes, and- uh, working and um, honestly most of that was a reflection of my mental health at the time and i feel bad that we uh 
didn't use our talents uh, for more, but I am proud of the things we have made. I'm also very proud of the things we have made. Even the things that didn't turn out perfectly, I'm like, you know what? There was some fun. I mean, the day on the day, it was uh, a good time at the very least, if not. Yeah, I would not call anything we've done uninspired. Yeah. Also, Alex is here, if anyone's wondering. <laughs> I, uh... I was going to say, like, I am pretty go with the flowy. I do not like planning shit. I went all the way around. I traveled all the way around the world without planning more than, like, four days in advance. And when me and Jacob went on tour, it was just hilarious to me because sometimes he would, like, relinquish to me. I'd be like, what? He's like, where are we going to stay? And I'd be like, I don't know. We'll, we'll just figure it out. And every time that he like finally was like, okay, we'll just figure it out. We'll just like find a campsite or something. It was a disaster. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we would fluctuate between like people's houses who would like have individual room for us and like feed us dinner. And then the next night we would stay like at a KOA on the side of the interstate. Yeah, in like the worst fucking KOA (laughs) in America. Is in Pasco, Washington can go fuck itself. I've gone down a lot since then too like i still enjoy planning but it's not like a life or death situation for me like it was then where i was like just so like gripping like so in control of every little thing we did uh i i have i have loosened up quite a bit <laughs> well and i think you need to just because i i'm i'm even less planned than uh more planned than alex uh but less than jacob even now but i find that if you don't have a little bit of leeway and go with the flow in you, then you do get stressed out about even the little things. Uh, and I don't want, I don't need that in my life. Yeah, but things get done. Now I have to find a roommate and I, to move to Bozeman and I have uh, like under a month and my anxiety levels are through the roof because <laughs> that, See, like, you need a little bit of planning in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just should have started this. You need a Trevor Earlier. level of planning. Exactly. You don't need a Jacob yeah, where yeah. it's like January and it's too early to be looking for housing. Uh, but you need a little bit of Trevor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two months. Like, Two oh, months to find a- an apartment. April, school's going to. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, you also said nothing you made was uninspired. I This just reminded me of a quick little story. Um, I uh, turned in my final project for architecture class on Friday. Whoop. Whoop, whoop. Um, so today... Then I go right back into class on Monday. But today and yesterday are my only two days off of the entire summer. It's amazing. Oh, um, go work. Um, <laughs> I hope you die in a house fire. Um, I was like, I turned to my project and he brought in a guest professor. The guest professor. I don't know if my professor just told the guest professor to just be an asshole to all of us. But he just ripped us to shreds. <laughs> Everyone's projects that we all spent all semester on hours and hours on as he and he was just like that just doesn't work for me (laughs) (laughs) and just like was not being constructive and was just like that's just kind of a failure and i don't get what you're trying to do here and stuff like that and then i got my grade back a (laughs) minus boom i was like i don't know what that was about (laughs) just like a humbling session but at the same time i got an a minus so okay that's good yeah he you said uninspired he called it he called it generic and unrefined that's what he called my project which is one of the more brutal things i've ever had said to me in my entire life i feel like unrefined isn't something that hasn't been said about some of the things we've done i feel like your sense of humor can be incredibly unrefined but generic generic not so much you found a way and this is why i enjoy working with you you found a way to like make bro humor not shitty Mm. 
Yeah. Polos. I follow, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Alex will talk about his dick all day long, but there's like a there's kind of a hidden humanity in there. <laughs> <laughs> My mother's stoked you said about that. She's probably she's like she's, she's like, not stoked. I, I raised that we my talk son about right. Her. We talk about our penises so much. <laughs> Trevor, do you have any uh, any favorite like set stories or anything? What anything that sticks out about working with Alex and I? I gotta say, some of my favorite bits were during uh, the final moments leading up to the Redbird shoot for Phone Game. Mm. Uh, it was a lot of chaos because we had. An actor dropout. We it was Super Bowl, so we were like, "Who the hell are we gonna get for extras to not watch the Super Bowl?" Yeah. Uh, so it was theater kids, um, yeah, and band kids. Uh, but I think that some of those moments of everything is looking like it's about to fall apart, and then we pull it off, and it's still one of my favorite things that we've done. Uh, Part of that, I give a lot of credit to Kaylin Fisher, who was the cameraman on the day, who did a great job. But um, I, I think that it, it it was one of the most hectic and long days of that shoot. Probably the most, right? What, what were we of shooting whole, for? Yeah, of the whole sketch pilot, we basically we rented a, uh, a, a restaurant, like an upscale restaurant. And we did. They didn't charge us a really fancy restaurant. They didn't charge us a rental fee, but they we had to pay one employee's daily wage to be there while we were there. And so, I mean, I think we started at like, I want to say we started at like ten a.m. I think was our call time. It was going to be like a ten to six or ten to eight or something like that. Maybe yeah. even nine to seven. I don't know. It was a ten-hour shoot. Yeah, I, on the way there, like I got my car stuck in my driveway in the snow. <laughs> and I had to call Alex to come get me out, and then we had actors dropping out the morning of. And uh, yeah, I honestly don't. That day, whole day is like a blur because it is. My absolute favorite part for the phone game shooting was we were balls deep in this thing at this point. We were like six hours in, um, which was fine. I mean, we were fed and all that, but you know everyone everyone was sort of tired and we thought but we were excited and we thought we were doing a good job and i could feel that this was like way higher quality than anything we had previously put out and i was excited about that and um everyone was there and then we were all like i will call us amateur actors to not actors at all (laughs) yeah um and then uh howard came to set do you remember that yep Howard Johnson, famed local Missoula actor. Howard Kingston. Kingston. Howard Kingston. Sorry, He's my related bad. to Sean Kingston. Damn yeah. all these beautiful girls. They've got me suicidal. Whatever. Sorry. Um, <laughs> well, I didn't realize yeah, I didn't that know. song that he's going to fucking kill himself because well, so the, the edited hot. version, the radio version is you've got me in denial, but the terrible the, what? Yeah. The uh, album version is suicidal. In Su- denial I, about what? It's uh, just in denial that they're so beautiful and he can't have them because he's not as beautiful as them. Because he's a big boy. That's not why he's not beautiful. <laughs> that's what Jacob said. I did not um, say that. That's what Jacob just said. I, On the inside, and, and, he's an ugly person. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is seemingly making light of suicide, so. <laughs> he's just a real prick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would say shout out to Sean Kingston. If anyone knows where he is, love to have him on the podcast. It'll be the first public appearance for him in 
18 years. So Howard Kingston, um, one of Missoula's... Howard Kingston, he is a accomplished actor, at least in the local sense. And um, above that, he's a great guy. He literally rocks up to set, films his one shot where he had to choke on a Lego. <laughs> if you want it in context, go watch the sketch. Um and he, <laughs> we were all like the performance he put in was so far and above everybody else's performance. Yeah, we were all like, and he wow. was. We had we had extras genuinely reacting to his choking noises because they didn't know yeah. what was happening. Uh, <laughs> I thought I wasn't paying attention. I was being quiet, but I was like looking the other way. And when he started to fake choke, I thought he was for real choking. And I was like, something needs to be done to help this man. And no, he rocked up, does, did it like three takes, and then he just bounced. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've seen him since. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> but he seemed very up for it. So one of my favorite just life memories that we've all experienced together, um, I know what you're thinking, the 18-hour car ride from Los Angeles to Montana. I Wrong. was thinking that time we were in the pool, and then Alex accidentally kicked down the length of my penis. <laughs> Oh man, I think I black blocked that out. Explain, I yeah, I don't remember this. Oh, we were the just swimming. Whole length of your shirt. We were just swimming, and I I swam up from under the water, and Alex was like up against the ledge, just kind of kicking his legs. Yeah, because I can't swim. And uh, danger zone. Uh, that happened, <laughs> and Alex turned gotcha. to me, and he turned to me, and he said, "I just felt your entire penis." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I gave him like a half foot job, yeah. like a one foot job. That's nice. Yeah, you just test in the waters. No. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that so wasn't what you favorite, were thinking. <laughs> one of my favorite life memories is shooting season one of Ginger's On at your parents' house in Palm Springs, Trevor. Yep. Uh, we basically just did like a week long like filmmaking boot camp, and every night we would uh, we would shoot all day, and then every night we would have a barbecue, and we'd hang out by the pool and watch movies and play games. Let's say one thing: we this was the most money we had ever gotten to shoot something. It was super professional. It was incredible. We were all stoked. Trevor did the entire goddamn thing in pajama pants, <laughs> and he packed it in his suitcase was a Yeti cooler. Yep. He wore his dad's pajama pants. I yeah. did. I didn't bring pajama pants, so I stole them from my dad. Uh, and here he is on set trying to like direct other people around. We we hired like actual people that knew what they were doing, and they thought this was a professional photo shoot, prof er, for not photo shoot, professional film set. <laughs> and Trevor does the entire thing in pajama pants. Yeah, just and it was f a lot of fun. I mean, shooting all those episodes because we. Uh, the the whole thing with the web series was just a random email from Delish. So I was like, hey, we want to order you guys uh, like a pilot. And so we shot the pilot and then it was exciting. We got to shoot the first season and we're like, oh, this is so cool. And then we get the green light for the second season. And then I remember the stretch of road between Montana and Los Angeles that I was on when I got the email that we had been canceled. <laughs> Hilarious. I The part with that that I remember is – how much information we sent delish about season two we were like hey th these are our outlines these are what our concepts are and they gave us nothing yeah they didn't give a shit my whole vibe was like hey we know not very many people watched our show what can we do to change that how can we make this a different product that more people will watch therefore we have some sort of longevity or something but mm -hmm. uh, yeah we didn't get a lot of feedback until 
after we had sent the episodes in. Yeah. They basically just said, yeah, it's good. Go with it. And then <laughs> just do you. That's what they're they like. Just do you. And then we did us. <laughs> we did, we did us, us hard. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, not that. Yeah. There was no cooking. You did one episode on smoking and you did one episode on fish where not a single fucking we did there was no cooking at all. <laughs> For a cooking show, I think that's pretty experimental. <laughs> I do too, man. I it's avant-garde. I, I've bounced back and forth, but I think like full stop, I think smoking is my favorite episode. Uh, smoking might be one of my favorite things that we've ever done. I agree with that. <laughs> um, but if you want to say in terms of a food show, I think that ice cream was probably our best like travel channel food show episode. Um, I remember while we were doing it, we were a little worried. And then we got in the editing room and Jacob, like at one point you had this epiphany of like, this is like. This is a travel channel episode. This is just like a show. Um and I thought, yeah, it's pretty good. Which that is my my overall absolute dream by the way. My, if someone's like, "What could, what would your dream job be?" My dream job would be me and Jacob are on a travel channel show and Trevor you're a director. That I would it. like have made oh it to God. heaven. Yes. Oh. And we just go around to countries and eat food and ex- like do travel channel shit. It would be it could be PG as hell. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I would love it. Yeah, I'll st- I, we won't say any bad words or make sex jokes if we can just travel around for money. That yeah. sounds great. I just about the travel uh, traveling bit, Alex. Uh, we very tentatively agreed several years ago to go traveling Europe together, and we still haven't. Yeah. When do you want to do that? When I have money. Yeah, I was gonna say wait, wait for me because I would love to have some money too. I've never been to Europe, and same. I think you. Oh, you haven't. Okay, well, I, Alex has. I so I can, landed yeah. in an airport in Europe once, but. Didn't get to leave it. I landed in Amsterdam and we had about a, a six hour thing. And I was like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to Amsterdam and do all the Amsterdam things in two yeah. hours and get yeah, back like to the airport. I'm going to smoke a joint and fuck someone <laughs> as quickly as possible. Uh, Trevor, and you that know did what? not happen. You, you, you could have done more of Amsterdam if you had just done a little more planning. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, to be fair, th- this was when I was going to uh, Nairo- or to Kenya um, mm. to go teach photography to... Uh, I thought it was a missions trip. Weren't you spreading the good word? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Uh, I was I was teaching uh, photography to refugee students in Kakuma. But did you leave a camera with them, or do they you just teach them how, and then they don't know have anything oh, to take actually, photos with? Uh, yeah, I was there as like an assistant to my aunt, and she left an entire studio there. Great, um, cool, nice. And so uh, like, hey, you have the knowledge. See ya. No, no, no. There, <laughs> yeah. There's an entire studio there called Dream Studio um, and they're they're doing stuff and it's uh, it's pretty cool. But that is cool. Uh, I agreed to that trip about a month before it happened while drunk at a wedding. Alex, that's very you. Uh, it's, yeah, that's, that's how it happened. That's when the best plans are made. I, I would love to go to Europe. I am. I think I've reached a point in my life where i'm tired of being poor so i'm like let's go back to college and get something like a job that uh would pay a little nicer and uh that's the main goal because that was the thing like me and sheridan were looking at houses here Mm -hmm. and we just could not me and her have such high taste (laughs) we could not get the house we wanted for anything close to the price we wanted to pay so and 
it was all on her because I like couldn't even get a mortgage. And she was like, let's both go get more experience so we can get higher paying jobs and then we can do cool shit. I mean, that is, you know, the goal of life. Uh, And by that, I mean, like the board game life. That's what you want to do. Always take the college route. Yeah, always take the college route. Also, whenever I play life, try to get as many children as possible. Yeah, load that car up. Yeah, I try to like, so I'm like dragging children (laughs) behind my van. Like there's like 35 kids. Yeah, just car seats attached to a rope and they got some like a skateboard underneath them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Hopefully you don't hit a pebble. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I know. I feel you. I'm tired of being poor too. But my coworker and I were talking about how privileged we are that our our kind of poor is a chosen poor. Definitely. Obviously, I'm super privileged. I could just go live back with my parents if I really wanted to. We could all move in with Trevor's parents. We could. Yeah. We can all smoke cigars with Trevor's dad. You guys could come move in with me and sleep on, on the couch. Trevor, I've slept on uh, I think all of your couches. <laughs> yes, I think you're right. <laughs> I've slept on your couch in Montana. I've slept on your couch in California. I've slept on your couch in Palm Springs. Like and not only your couch, but all your parents' couches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I uh, to be fair, in... when, when it's my parents, there's usually a guest bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, usually. But we did do that couch a, a couple Thanksgivings ago. The couch, yep. Uh, also, the couch in uh, Palm Springs, I slept on it because it is remarkably comfortable. I also yeah. slept on it after the first night I tried an air mattress and it deflated and I woke up sleeping on like granite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like tile. <laughs> yeah, dude, my like or my tailbone was like so sore that day. <laughs> so if you if there's like a pained look on my face during like the cheese episode, that's why. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. It had just deflated enough that since like your butt is the heaviest part yeah, about that you. Sunk and it's just like <laughs> that sunk in and it was just like sitting on tile for six hours. Yeah. One of my favorite things, Trevor, that you've done is uh, a little video we made called Scott Stevenson Kid Crooner. Oh, God, Scott Stevenson. Uh, that was... Um, Did you ever watch that, Alex? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Um, yeah, that was... <laughs> I think I came up with that character while I was driving to your place in NoHo to go play Jackbox. That stands for North Hollywood for the... Un- for the yeah. Un-Californians. Un- un-douchey. Um, so, oh, that's what I was gonna say. When I worked in, when I worked on the West Side, but lived in Koreatown, I would just come to your place in West Hollywood and like sleep on your couch for like a week at a time. Yeah, <laughs> those were some fun times. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, those were good times. That really, the truly, when I look back and be like, oh, my twenties were fun. When at the time I was like, this sucks. Trevor is the only thing I like about California. I remember when like my parents were, I was growing up, and my parents were like, ah, oh, you know, they they were teenagers and in their mid-20s once and they did the same shit and i always remember being like i that's never gonna be me you know uh, i'm never gonna have those wild stories and now definitely have all that shit yep and then some i feel like oh yeah you're the most you had the most ratchet early 20s than out of the three of oh, us oh yeah <laughs> yeah wild i also stayed on trevor's couch for about six weeks that's uh, that summer oh yeah because we were filming ginger's on yeah it was great i want to uh put some cards out on the table this isn't gonna matter to you too much alex but trevor and i originally worked together for the first time on a web series our senior year of college mm-hmm. we had a cl- oh, it matters a little bit to me because uh, technically i was involved in this oh you were involved oh yeah you ghosted us no no fuck no nobody sent me 
call times for the second shoot. <laughs> Nobody sent me anything. Not my fault. That was the other assistant director. And that's what I'm getting to the heart of is Trevor and I worked really hard on episode <laughs> four. And we were like, this is the funniest one easily. It probably doesn't have like the best story compared to some of the others. But yeah. that's not our bag, you know? Yeah. We got the jokes. You know, we got the the fun like we have situations. the build up and then episode five can take care of story we get the yeah. the fun hey let's let's do some some jokes yeah and then everything falls apart like so basically there was five episodes one three and five was team one yep. episodes two and four was team two i was assistant director of team one which meant i was in charge of scheduling all the shoots sending out call times i basically had the hardest job in the entire class you did absolutely you did <laughs> Because uh, you uh, had to do it for the most, <laughs> you had to, for for the most episodes, and yeah, had to contact so the most people. We film episode one. It, you know, it goes okay. It doesn't like it doesn't go great. We actually end up having to reshoot part of it. Uh, not my fault though. Uh, <laughs> this was the shoot, by the way, that I was at. I was at episode one. I had one line, and then I just played frisbee in a frat. Uh, I remember that frisbee game. <laughs> Correct. And then episode two, we're supposed to film the next week. And it just doesn't happen until <laughs> so then our professor's like, Jacob, can you like also do team two a little bit and like help them out? And so I end up just assistant directing the rest of the web series, which we are now behind because episode two just didn't get filmed. No one on team two did anything. <laughs> I don't so, even remember uh, yeah. what my job was. I think I was I don't remember what I was supposed to be doing, but I, I ended up on team either. one uh, because Gobby really wanted like I remember working with Gobby the entire time. So I was on team uh, one. Yes. Uh, okay. Gobby. That's a whole nother story. I love Gobby. Gobby when we were is working one of our favorite on the gingers people. on ice <laughs> sketch pilot. We had a table read and I specifically invited her because I knew she would call me out on things. And we read the whole like packet that contained some of the sketches that didn't make it. And she was like, well, I guess this is funny, but you guys say you do a lot of dick and pussy jokes and, and, too many. Yeah, the, the Campbell soup shit was in there, <laughs> which I still want to make some like some no. version of. Yes, Trevor. Trevor's on my side. I want to no, make because he doesn't have to eat chicken noodle soup out of a mannequin vagina. <laughs> some of my favorite sketches that we had. F- almost all of the sketches that we didn't make that I wanted to were fake commercials because I think Jacob, you had I, the St. Jude's. Yeah, fake commercial was probably my favorite thing that we didn't end up shooting. Yeah, I would agree with that. Just like uh, you know, it's out of context. It's hard to explain. Yeah, but go back and listen to Bad Sketches episode one, and it's in there. It's in there. It had its day. It had its day. (laughs) But yeah, so Trevor and I basically episode four of the web series got butchered, and like you watch it, it, and neither of us were on the team that were actually producing it. Other than you, obviously got put on for assistant directing, but but I wasn't on set. Some of those days I had yeah. like, you know, other classes you do at it. work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you had to schedule things for when you couldn't be it. So the assistant second assistant manager had, or assistant director had to, you know, pick up some slack. Yep. But uh, yeah. Yeah. So Alex basically uh, ghosted us on that. And he, so he wasn't in the rest of the show. I didn't go shit. I, w- I didn't, <laughs> I didn't go shit. I will say I also did not reach out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the yeah. people that you're trying to live with. They haven't reached out to you, so it's partially their fault. Oof, God. No, I know. It's yeah. uh No, I said oof God because I just had a disgusting burp. Dude, I had a two fucking foot long beer shit. Not that we don't <laughs> talk about poop enough on this podcast, but it was outrageous. <laughs> yeah, you brought me on here to class it up. I'm in my pajama pants. 
and you're going to talk about poop and shit and dicks. Yo, I got a text from Seth the other day. I had a question for him. I don't remember what it was, but he was like, hey, I'm really sorry that I messed up the podcast. And I was like, what, what? are you talking about? <laughs> On like, what level? Yeah. yeah, no. I just, we didn't get to the word of the day until like an hour in. And I was like, dude, <laughs> this podcast is like the least. Uh, Loosely structured. That's how you describe the, it. Loosely yeah, structured. Yeah. Trevor, it's funny that your word was planning because you texted us five minutes beforehand, like ready for that hangout link. <laughs> and Jacob was like, yo, we, I don't play that fucking game. <laughs> five <laughs> minutes, five before, minutes beforehand. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's like 30 seconds before. <laughs> if that. <laughs> I mean, it got, it, uh, it got, got, we, we were here, but honestly, and actually my advice to people who are trying to plan more is to just write everything down. Write Nobody's everything down. Built to contain everything. Get a calendar, get a list app. I mean, there's no excuse to not do anything. And I just gave this piece of advice to a friend uh, who missed a phone call with me. I was like, set a reminder, you know, like podcast with Trevor at 6 p.m. And then I said, rem- I don't always do this, but if it's something important, I'll set a reminder 45 minutes before that. Like, hey, you have a pod that way. If I can't do it, I can still text that person and be like, hey, you know, I can't do it. Can we reschedule? And then they we have 45 minutes where they're they're not like losing scambling, scrambling. An hour. Yeah, scambling. exactly. But yeah, write everything down. That's that's for stress management, too. That is my main advice. If you just get everything down on the page in a computer, in an app, it helps so much. I will say so. Obviously, you need to mark times for things that are scheduled, but. I think to-do lists can also be equally as stressful. Uh, I was looking at my mother's to-do list, um, and uh-huh. it was massive, and nothing was marked. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, this is the end of the world. Why would you do this to yourself? You're like, you're never going to get all this <laughs> yeah. done. You're never going to get this done. I f- found out she had done all of it. She just hadn't marked it to green. It was all oh. pending. <laughs> oh. That's the whole That's satisfaction. That's the whole satisfying thing. <laughs> yeah. I read this article. I'll have to find it and link it. It was how to like break down lists to make them more manageable. And so it's a way of like breaking down your tasks in terms of like importance. So uh, so I'm pulling out my list app. <laughs> so I have like like an immediate to-do list where you would put things. And then there's one called like next actions. And then there's one called waiting for one called projects, one called someday, maybe, and one called, you know, just articles and websites that I want to read later. So mm-hmm. basically in terms of importance, you put stuff that needs to be attended to in the first one. And then stuff that's like, Oh, I need to do this in the next week. You put that in the next one, things that are like, Oh, I can do this at any time. It needs to get done, but there's no like deadline that would go in the next one. And just, categorizing them i like that uh, i like that system a lot uh because i would never check the un like the three bottom ones i just check the first two and then maybe once in a while i'd be like okay what did i want to do yeah exactly i have enough time right now on this two random tuesday afternoon i actually have 11 articles here that i need to read that i haven't read yet but um there's some old stuff in here i haven't done this for a while second meningitis shot in my someday maybe <laughs> <laughs> that should not be in your someday that should be should in get do done that. Yeah, I should do that. Probably a little late to do it now. I mean, should did we talk? I mean, you guys have talked about it on the podcast. Our twenty-hour drive in the dark. Uh, well, yeah. eight hours of it, in, or it's four hours of it in the dark, up to Lewistown from L.A. But 
I don't know if we yeah. need to rehash any of that. Well, we did. You know one part of that that I forgot hmm. that completely happened? Do you remember when some dude uh, set the fucking road on fire? <gasps> yes. Yeah. yeah. W- wasn't that... We were in like the middle of Montana. We were almost to Jacob's house. We were like half an hour away. Yeah. And some dude had lit a bushfire oh, right yeah. next to the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right yeah. like on... <laughs> pretty much like it's super illegal to light a fire that close to the road see yeah and we got home and my dad who's like a part paid fireman we were like hey do do you hear about that and he's like yeah we got people headed there right now okay yeah that's not okay i forgot that what that conclusion was i knew we told your dad but i couldn't remember what his answer was so also what's like what was birthed through that drive uh we later turned into a, a sketch uh Oh, yeah. This was the most, and this is still to this day one of the most annoying things you two have ever done, I think. So, there's a lot of billboards in Los Angeles, and then you drive through Las Vegas, and there's a ton there as well. Some in Salt Lake as well. And there's so many, like, lawyer billboards, and I don't even know where it came from, but we kept seeing them, and I was like, there's so many of them. And then we would read it, you know, like, Jacob M. Ronnie, well, fuck your wife. <laughs> yeah, it was like those, like, have you been injured at a workplace? Well, fuck Call your wife. Me. <laughs> I'll fuck your wife. Yeah. I don't even know who thought of it first, where it came from, but uh, I think that had to have been a you thing. I mean, that was you, yeah. Jacob. Yeah, what do you mean? Who, <laughs> who came, came up, up with it? That's you all day. Like I don't know, but we later turned it into a video. Well, it was because uh, it was, was a guy's face, and the guy just looked like he wanted to fuck your wife. You know, exactly. I was just gonna. It was that dude that, like, you know, that like wet. <laughs> wet spiky hair yep. that's like i don't know how to describe it's, it's it and it's Jersey not really Shore. spiky it's like, it's like st- stood up and curly but it's wet <laughs> and he's got like his smile's too white like ain't nobody's teeth that white and he's got his his suit doesn't fit it's too big the shoulders from his suit kind of come out yeah and he's white by the way i don't think i need to say that but he's white <laughs> as shit and you're just like, God damn, look at that asshole. Yeah. <laughs> look at that asshole. That guy wants to fuck someone's wife. Uh, fuck yeah, that guy has yeah. fucked somebody's wife. <laughs> but like not, you know, not because that wife was in a bad, in some sort of like weird, he's like, I'm a lawyer. I fuck people's wives. Like he's like proud of it. Yeah. And that was the point of the video too. It's like with her consent, yeah. we'll bend your wife over and have sex while we do your taxes. Yeah. <laughs> Lawyers famously do taxes. That's not what lawyers do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was the sequel, Certified Public Accountants. Yeah, we only do anal. Come on down to H&R Block. <laughs> we'll thoroughly check your wife's pussy. <laughs> uh, that was definitely my favorite thing uh, that came out of that drive. Yeah. Possibly the thing that I remember second most is when it was my turn to take over at the end. It was very dark. And there are no lights on a Montana back road. Yes, yes. Yeah. Everybody knows. I kept saying how dark it was. I get it. <laughs> and you both of you. No, it was Jake. <laughs> Just being yeah. like, oh, hey, careful. It's dark. Oh, there's a turn up here, but careful. <laughs> also, it's dark. My headlights suck. Like they, they do. do. They, they needed a shine in. Headlights do suck. I actually and got new headlights, but. Hmm. being like 18 hours into anything makes you pretty fucking oh, delusional. Yeah. Jacob, <laughs> Jacob was well tired at the moment. So <laughs> it's it's wild how like sleep deprivation. <laughs> I'm just saying like, I made the right choice. I drove the first eight hours and I was like, I'm sitting in the back. Y'all do your thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I made the right choice because I got to sleep for about four of or five of those first eight hours. <laughs> Because I go sleeping in the back seat. Did we stop at my grandparents or not? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we we did. stopped in Pocatello. My grandma made us sandwiches. Yeah. Yes. That was nice. That was, that nice. was nice. 
And then it was another like seven hours to my hometown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was I was like my grandfather is just like a ridiculous man and I was just terrified because I think he like took me down into his like bedroom where he has all these like old ancient radio relics. Yeah, it's not his bedroom, it's the basement. Okay. It's his little fucking man cave. Well, and he also he's took gonna... me into his bedroom though. <laughs> yeah, you were gone for like an hour. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry I held it up, guys. The the, the trip that is. Yeah. And he likes tube amps. Yeah, yeah. If anybody, oh, I anybody in the audiophile world likes tube amps. How come we don't call TVs boob tubes anymore? Yeah, I wonder, I wonder why. why. What a great name for something. That's where the boobs were. I don't think that's what it is. I think it's boob is like an idiot. Like, you become a boob if you watch the tube. Oh. Because yeah. definitely there were no boobs on TV back then. Yeah, when it was invented, uh, and you were yeah, there was a there was no Cinemax back in the you know the forties. There's and 50s. always, there, dude. The first thing ever put on film, the little like penny things was oh, it was porn. all porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But broadcast television did not start with porn, but it should end with it. <laughs> That's how we should just burn it down. NBC just plays hardcore porn for twelve hours and then just shuts off. Yeah. <laughs> CBS gets in on it too. I mean, yeah. wasn't that the finale? I didn't watch it, but I thought that's what the finale of Big Bang Theory yeah. was—just a huge orgy with all the all the people. It was, yeah, the Big Gang Bang Theory. <laughs> Dude, if the Big Bang ended with everybody naked fucking each other, Just like hair, that would have turned that entire show around <laughs> i would have rewatched all 17 seasons of that from episode one just to get the satisfaction of a hardcore gangbang right at the end yes it's not the same if you just watch it alone <laughs> yeah if you just see that part you don't get it you don't understand sheldon just, howard's mom is there she's yeah. yelling sheldon drops his pants he's got like an eight foot dick <laughs> yeah and he goes penny Penny. <laughs> Penny. Penny. Suck my cock. It would have been amazing. Uh, Alex, remember when we did a Big Bang Theory sketch and I it wasn't that? I was just that? about to say that. <laughs> it should have it it been that. <laughs> so it was, it was uh, Sheldon got replaced, right? Yeah, by Frank. Yeah, by Frank. Yeah, by Frank Gordon. What's up, everybody? My name's Sheldon. Uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, Bazooker. We were gonna... it, 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 the whole sketch was based, the only joke was that he didn't say Bazinga right. <laughs> yeah, Bazing Zong. Which it started, I replaced Scooby Doo in like a sketch from like 2014. Scooby Doo dies, yeah. and <laughs> I replace him. And all the, also, the other actors are not actors, they're actually their characters in real life. And they and Scooby Doo is a filmed show. It, it was a like <laughs> hot concept, and I don't think yeah. the audience got it. <laughs> Because uh, animated characters aren't real. They didn't get the Big Bang Theory one either, <laughs> mainly because nobody, nobody outside like the comedy world, yeah, no I think, understands how audience. bad Big Bang. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like we did it in the middle of Montana, where it's one of the highest rated television programs there. Yeah, they watch that. Yeah, show. they watch yeah. it. They find it funny. Unironically, and, and so they're yeah. like, "You're making fun of our favorite show." Yeah, Bazing Zong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and people are like, "That's not what it is." <laughs> <laughs> Let's do some police blotter. Police blotter. That's not live either, Trevor. Yeah, I, I knew that one wasn't coming. 
Word of the day is also not live because it has like reverb and it's like I, kind of auto tune. I was making a joke. It's all right. Word of the day. Yeah. There's like three vocal tracks in there. How could I? Do? Okay. Oh well, we've got three people. Okay, but we're gonna do word of the day and we'll harmonize. All right, so I'll hold all right. that note. Ready? Word Kay. of the day. Hey. Pretty close. Uh, now time for the police blotter. <laughs> police blotter. Police blotter. Police A caller reported seeing a rattlesnake in a neighborhood. An officer responded but could not locate the snake. Based on the description, the caller was advised it was likely a bull snake. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. I don't think you can do that. I don't think you can just push that shit off. Especially if it was like in a park, you know? It's like, oh, don't worry. No, that's fine. Hey, there's a really deadly snake in my house. I can't find it. Not deadly. <laughs> call me back if you hear a rattle, and if it, you yeah, don't yeah, have children. Yeah, exactly. If, if don't call us until the fangs are in your leg. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that caller was advised to burn their house down. <laughs> uh, a caller reported a suspicious individual lives in their neighborhood. Lives in their neighborhood. Lives in, yeah. So just has a house. Is a person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Hey, this person's being a little sketchy. I just want you to know. Oh, which house is it? I'm not sure. They're just in the neighborhood. <laughs> They're here. They live here. I see I them every day. Presence. They walk. They jog the same path. Yeah. And it's suspicious. <laughs> Fucking suspiciously. Who are you running from? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a caller reported an argument occurred between campers at Petrolia Lake. A person may have pulled a gun. A sheriff and deputy responded and made contact with all involved parties. It was determined there was no gun. It was actually a drill. <laughs> <laughs> I've been yeah. I've been doing some drilling in my apartment and stuff, and I realized la 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 la. We don't need to hear about that. Is that what the youths are calling it? Anyway, now? I realized that the drill, my drill, has the only flashlight that I own. So if anything starts to go dark and I need a flashlight, I have to pull out my drill and it's going to look like I'm walking around in the dark with a gun. Yeah, just buy a flashlight, Trevor. Nah, You're putting a down ridiculous. payment on a house and you can't buy a flashlight. I'll just use my phone. Yeah. If there's one thing that I know Trevor is, it's extraordinarily handy. Mm, that's Everyone knows that, that about me. Very <laughs> handy. That is sarcasm. <laughs> I, I ruined a wall while hanging a projector. To be fair, I ruined it because I had to because there was like one stud in that wall and i had to put in those like you know the drywall screw holders gotcha and okay, i did I got some put more. dry like I, I filled in the holes i just didn't paint it is that what the youths are calling it now <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry mom <laughs> how was your date last night oh i filled in the holes i didn't paint it though <laughs> i didn't paint it though a caller reported a friend may have used their debit card without permission they call the cops on? <laughs> I mean, call the bank, if anything. Oh, you guys. A caller reported some children were operating a lemonade stand on 7th Avenue. Fuck those people. Oh, my God. It's a real Karen you, moment. There yeah, are so many people who are like... masks on at the lemonade stand, too. Yeah. Oh, God. If you call the cops on a kid selling fucking hot dogs or lemonade, go die. Just stop existing. Because you clearly have nothing going on in your life where this is important to you. If I if I ever have a child and they want to make a lemonade stand, I'm all for it. I'm just going to tape bags of flour underneath the table. <laughs> so that way if the cops get called and they like they search them, they just find a whole bunch of flour and my kid starts crying. It'll be hilarious. Some oregano. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully by the time you have kids, it'll be legal. But yeah, it'll be legal to have a lemonade stand. <laughs> no, that'll be more legal. Yeah, I wonder if oh, they shut it down. Like, oh, you guys have a permit, and the kids are like, "What?" <laughs> it's five cents. Yeah. Oh, did you shit your pants? Are you scared? <laughs> <laughs> Some like the 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 like the cop. When I say the cop, you all picture like a big bald white man. He, I'm picturing like, a guy just tear gassing a lemonade stand right now. From like far away, from like distance. Yeah, yeah like two seven year olds just like crying. Yeah, with with his like rocket propelled grenade launcher. Thank God they have <laughs> yeah, that. I'm they so definitely stoked they it. have that. Rolls a tank up and he's like, please walk away from the lemonade stand. Step away slowly and comply. <laughs> okay, last one. A 911 caller reported the side of their RV was on fire. <laughs> Very specific. Did they say which yeah. side? No, it doesn't say which side. I'm going to assume starboard because everyone knows you use nautical terms when talking about RVs. (laughs) That is true because we all know RVs float. Yeah. They can double as a nautical vehicle. (laughs) Go try it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if it's on fire, you might as well try it. See if it works. Yeah. Trevor, I don't know if you listened to the episode last week, but I said I was going to post and have people ask you questions and I forgot to. So we have no questions. (laughs) Why don't you guys just ask me a couple questions? You know, more. Uh, well, Alex wanted to ask you when's the last time your father hugged you? Yeah, uh, Wednesday. We're just gonna start asking that question now. <laughs> I'm just gonna start like asking people that. When's the last time you hugged your dad? It was Wednesday. Yeah, it's gonna work okay. out great until someone goes, "Oh, my dad's dead." Yeah, and you'll be like, "Yeah, but when was the last time you hugged him?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. Question, question stands. <laughs> I did that to one person. Uh, we were at like a some event where there was kids stuck in a room for 30 hours. It was a 30 hour famine. And one of the kids, just anything you said, Oh, I, you know, I'm picking some oranges tomorrow. Oh, with your mom and anything was your mom. And it was, we were, you know, 14 or 15. So that was the big fun joke at the moment. So I just turned and I was like, well, my mom's dead. And then the person stopped the entire rest of the tr- thing. And I, I was, I was, I, don't, I was like, my mom's not dead, but you were fucking asshole. Yeah, I will kill my mom to shut you up. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, I don't know if, I mean, I'm sure we told you, Trevor and I did pitch a show called Ginger's Do, where you and I try to do things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was involved in that. Yeah. You sent me everything for that. Oh, okay. Cool. That was going to be uh, the replacement for Dirty Jobs. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know if we sent you this part. Al- Trevor and I planned the f- first season finale to be Ginger's do a wedding. And then it was going to be us, like me, planning your wedding to Sheridan. Like you're helping and you don't realize that it's your own wedding. And then yeah. at the end we go like, surprise, and you get married like for real. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hysterical. Yes. We thought that would be the funniest thing in the universe. <laughs> That would be some funny shit. Yeah, we just have you like out getting cupcakes and things like that for this <laughs> couple and whatever. Our decoy couple. Does Sheridan know? Yeah, Sheridan would be in on it. That would be hysterical. Yeah. Also, she couldn't keep her fucking mouth shut. She would be terrible. Do not tell her. <laughs> well, we can't do it now. Yeah. But uh, or we, we can do it now because you're really not expecting it because you wouldn't think we would do it after we told you. That's true. Mm. Yeah. Well, if Jacob ever asked me to plan a <laughs> wedding with him, maybe it's part of an entirely different show. Like we sell like a scripted animated series, and then the last episode is a live action wedding. <laughs> <laughs> or we just pretend we're planning, you know, someone else. Like Jacob's like, I want you to help me plan my wedding. Flip it on you. Jacob breaks up with whoever he's dating at the time. You get married. Just an elaborate. Yeah. 
he just has to date someone for like six years yeah, exactly. just to break up with him right before My significant other's like, wait, you're breaking up with me? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, this it wasn't was about joke. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all part of the joke, baby. <laughs> you're great. Honestly, some of the best years of my life, but I, it's just not going to make the punchline hit as hard. <laughs> that sounds like something I would do. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. It's brutal. Okay. Thank you, Trevor. Uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, it's nice to speak with you too. I... I've told you this in uh, real life, but listening to the podcast is like, oh, what's Alex and Jacob up to these days? I haven't talked to them in a little while. Uh, so I'm glad that I get to uh, see you while I find out what's going on in your life. Trevor, I want you to know this. Sheridan has just fully stopped listening to the podcast because it's just me and Jacob rambling. And I was like, Trevor's on next week. And she goes, oh, my God, I can't wait to listen. I talked to <laughs> Sheridan <laughs> infinitely more than I talked to you, Alex. Oh, yeah. She adores yeah. you. That's when I knew Sheridan doesn't like me is when she would come to Los Angeles and just hit up Trevor and not me. <laughs> yeah. I told her to hit up you and she's like, oh, it didn't work out. We just me and Jacob didn't see each other. And I was like, you spent like four days with Trevor. Yeah, She didn't message me. That's how that worked out. <laughs> Sheridan, love you. OK. <laughs> All right. Love you, Trevor. All right. Love you both. Uh, Bye. Bye. Ginger on Ginger is brought to you by Lando Lakes. <laughs> It's not. I'm sorry. That's not funny. <laughs>